News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9 AM 1310 on your smart speaker. It is News Talk KZRG. Steve Scott, Ted Bohorquez. I'm Peter Thiel. Make sure you're listening at 735 for your name to qualify for that awesome tornado shelter from Oakmont Construction. All right, this is a woman who has taken on probably a Herculean job. Uh, she's the Democrat running against, uh, running for the, the seat held currently by Billy Long for the 7th Congressional District in beautiful southwest Missouri. And ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Redeker Schaefer. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's good having you on. Okay, I, I get the amount of work that it takes to be a candidate. You have to raise money. You have to go out and meet uh, the proletariat. You have to do all these different things in a, in a district that price voted 75% for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you putting yourself through this? Well, I just always wanted someone on the ballot that I believed would do a good job and actually listen. Um, and I really just haven't seen that. And um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm running as the candidate that I would want to vote for. And by the way, thank you for running. I, yeah. I, it's, I think that everyone... I think that people often complain about stuff and not run. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's tougher to go out and put shoe leather to your, uh, to your faith and go mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't come from money. I don't have money, but I, um, I can really relate to a lot of the people of southwest Missouri, uh, both sides. Like, I have very good Republican friends. I come from a Republican family. And, you know, some of the things that the Republicans say, I'm like, well, they're not listening to Democrats. And then a lot of the things the Democrats say, I say, well, they're not listening to Republicans. Why, why do you think we're at this point where we don't, we're unable to sit down and listen to each other? Because it's easier to just argue. Um, I, I think that we just don't know how to listen. And so we just talk over one another. And I understand that's like sometimes more fun to debate, but... We're not going to get to real solutions that way. Yeah, it, it's a, you know, my deal is, is when I get together with people I disagree with, I want, the first thing I want to do is build commonalities. Right. And uh, because where we have things in common, the differences seem less important. Now we're at a point where we, uh, where we have demonized each other based on uh, people that you disagree with. Instead of looking for what brings you together. And I think that's something we have to change. I completely agree with that. Okay, so you're running. uh, Eric Burles is the Republican candidate. There's a Libertarian candidate. There's a Constitution candidate, Constitution Party candidate. It's, I think, one of the big concerns is that uh, earlier this week, uh, Nancy Pelosi said, I don't care what my candidates say. They can lie whatever. They can do whatever they want to be elected. Um. I think that's disingenuous because it creates a moment for a candidate that may disagree with her on things, that may be honest, but now she actually has brought in suspicion for somebody like you in a race like this. Well, I, I mean, I will easily criticize the Democratic Party for all kinds of things like that. It's the same thing to me as like when the Republicans say, like, oh, I don't care who, who runs or who wins, I just want a majority. Um, it's about power and... That's it's the House of Representatives is supposed to be representative of the people that it serves. So when you say I, I don't 
care what my candidates say to get elected. What you're saying is, I need to do whatever I can to stay in power. And I don't think that's the job of the House of Representatives. Her name is Kristen Redeker Schaefer. She's running for Congress. We're going to give her website out here in a little bit and uh, go from there. Uh, And she's the Democrat running for uh, the 7th Congressional District. So um, it's let's go through some flashpoint issues right now that are being that that are going on. Uh, Vote for a codifying Roe v. Wade. Would you codify the full thing or would you go for how Europe looks at abortion? Um, could you differentiate a little bit between, the, for um, instance, because- uh, in, uh, in you, in Roe v. Wade opened up that there could be abortion as late as the third trimester mm-hmm. in France and Great Britain and nearly, in fact, every nation in Europe, mm-hmm. they have a limit to where it's 15 weeks, uh, 14 to 15 weeks, depending on the country in Europe, uh, in, in the process of, uh, gestating a human being. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that, or do you think that it should just be opened up uh, willy-nilly? Um, I I think that the European like model, like as as far as that goes, like where it's up to viability or up to fifteen weeks, and we can kind of debate on where that that line is. I think that that needs to be accessible um, for for a variety of reasons. Most importantly, health. And um, I'm not. I am not going to say, like, yes, abortion up till the moment of birth, that's not um, something that I am for, but I am for, you know, exceptions for life of the mother, for rape and incest and those kinds of things, and also, um, you know, very early in in pregnancy when there, you know, can be a lot of complications and stuff like that. Sure. Okay, let's talk about the other thing is inflation. Uh, is, yeah, it's true that uh, the world has a great deal of inflation, but we've had a lot of inflicted self-wounds here Mm -hmm. where we have uh, spent a lot of money, we threw a lot of money into the economy and probably created this for the United States probably more than than most nations because we have some advantages over others. Um, Well, the inflation in the U.S. is a little bit lower than it is in some other, you know, comparable countries, but... It's a huge problem. And, like, I'm a small business owner, so I yes. understand, like, every time I go to, I, I own a bakery, and I use a ton of butter, and every time I go to the store, it's double. Yeah. You know, it's, it's insane. So um, I'm not going to deny that inflation is a problem, and I'm not going to deny that some of the current policies have probably caused a lot of it. Um, I think, you know, we've got a lot of issues that drive inflation, especially in food, where, you know, consolidation of meatpacking sure. and... And that, that, like, that hurts well, farmers and yeah. it hurts you This know, is one of the everybody. things, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the things, that, and by the way, it's Kristen Redeker Schaefer. Uh, she's the Democrat running for Congress. Here is one of the things that I've brought up early and often, is that federal government or Democrats and Republicans have allowed companies to merge or, and merge and merge and merge. Now we have corporations that can actually, in some ways, because of international law, overstep some of the regulatory stuff that should happen in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is it time to look at breaking up monopolies? Yes. I, I am very much in favor of breaking up some of the monopolies. Because, I mean, when you have four main meat, packer, meat, meat, meat packers in the country... Yeah, like, but, it, but it's every industry. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, I know. I'm just using yeah, that one for example. Yeah, for example, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my favorite thing is you go, you go and you... Uh, and here's one of the things I don't think that people understand 
is that they go and they buy salsa. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a simple thing. Yeah. Uh, is that likely that salsa is made at the very same place as the other brand. Mm-hmm. Yet we do not know where it's being made. Right. And, uh, and which is somewhat problematic. Let's talk about uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We have uh, basically given, and by the way, I'm all about fighting off the Russians. I'm in favor of it. But I think there's legitimate arguments uh, to be concerned of, okay, we're sending all this money to the Ukraine. How do we know it's being used right? Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Should we continue to do this or should we uh, hold money back? What do you think? I mean, I think anytime we're spending taxpayers' dollars, we need to be very, like, we need to really scrutinize what we're doing with it. It's not, you know, the government's money. It's our money, you know? It's, sure. It's our money that's going to that. So um, I think that there is kind of a balance there, like, you know, funding humanitarian aid and, you know, providing some, um, you know, some defense. But I'm not, like, I mean, right now I do, I am uncomfortable with all, a lot of the spending that's happening. Um, uh, on Ukraine and, you know, around the world, um, I think that we need to make sure that if we are sending money that it's going to what we need it to go for or what they need it to actually be used for. And, uh, and you know, and let's talk about energy consumption. Mm-hmm. Is that, uh, you know, we're into a thing where now we have governmental buys in the U.S. almost mandate the move to alternative energies. By the way, I'm all in favor of alternative energies. But allowing, having government mandates for it and while ceasing the amount of production, the percentage of production of oil, um, we're actually in a place where we, if you have a home that has propane or natural gas, this winter is going to be really expensive. Why do you think that we're being so, so short-sighted and not realizing, okay, maybe this adjustment's a 40-year project instead of like 10 years? Right. Um, I mean, it, it really is a 40-year project, and I think we should have started, you know, 20 years ago, um, you know, maybe offering incentives or really, you know, um, trying to make, make innovation happen a little bit faster, but at this point, it's like, well, you don't really care if you're consuming a lot of energy if you need to keep your family warm. Sure. So, um, so I think that we have to figure out a way to move towards green energy, you know, renewables and stuff like that without, um, you know, handicapping us. Like when we're talking about, you know, gasoline and, and propane and, and natural gas and those types of things, because, I mean, unfortunately, that's kind of here to stay. And we need to make sure that we can insulate ourselves and especially, you know, the poorest among us from, you know, having to give up the things they need to get to work and to you know, yeah, get, feed get, their get, family, yeah, feed and, their family yeah. and, and keep their family warm during the winter. Like, you know, we have to, we have to find some kind of a balance. All right. Her name is Kristen Radiker Schaefer. She's running for Congress. If you want to learn more about her, Kristen, where do they go? It's KristenForCongress.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N simple. K-R-I-S-T-E-N for, Cong- for F-O-R, Congress.com. Terrific. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You betcha. Uh, coming up, we're going to look at your finances and your dwindling 401k. Congratulations. Happy, uh, happy uh, Wednesday, everybody.